Let's open the Scriptures together to the book of Exodus, chapter 25, and afterward the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 5. From Exodus, we'll be reading about the golden lampstand. That'll be the focus of the sermon this morning. And from Ephesians 5, the uh, concept of light and uh, how the golden lampstand connects with the light of God, the light of Christ that Paul writes about. We hope to see that in the sermon. Also, all the songs we're singing, or at least most of them this morning, have to do with light and God's light shining upon us. So, Exodus 25 in the Pew Bible, page 84, we'll read the verses 31 through 40. This is the instruction of God to Moses. You shall make a lampstand, and of course that's for the tabernacle, a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work, its base, its stem, its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. And there shall be six branches going out of its side. Ephesians 5, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God." Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord." Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully, then, how you walk not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart." giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. 
The text this morning comes from Exodus 25 about the golden lampstand, continuing our series of sermons on these different furnishings of the tabernacle. We've taken into account previously the uh, altar of burnt offering in the outer courtyard, the laver or the wash basin. Last time it was the golden table inside the holy place, and this morning it's now the golden lampstand. So the focal verse is verse 37, speaking then of this lampstand, you shall make seven lamps for it, and the lamps shall be set up on it so as to give light on the space in front of it. That's... uh, That's our focal verse, although we'll be taking into account more of the details about the lampstand as well. In response to the proclamation of the gospel, we'll sing Psalm 108, stanza 2. Congregation of our Lord Jesus Christ, you might be wondering what exactly does a golden an ancient golden lampstand have to do with four young people professing their faith and with the Lord's Supper. What do they have in common, those three things? We have four young people from the 21st century before us this morning. What connection is there to the meal of uh, remembrance pertaining to the first century, an act in the first century A.D., and even more, what does it have to do with a candlestick from 1,500 years before that? What does the furnishing of Moses' tabernacle have to do with the body and blood of Jesus and with Eden and Sam and Roan? and Gus. How do these connect? Do they connect? Well, we hope to find out that there is a connection as I bring you this word of the Lord, golden lampstand shine your light. That's our theme this morning, golden lampstand shine your light. Now, for a moment, let's just go back to the days of Moses and pretend we are one of the priests who go in and out of the tabernacle. As you go in to that holy place, you see on your right that table with the 12 loaves of bread on it, the golden table. We talked about that last time, last Lord's Supper. What allows you to actually see that table and those 12 loaves of bread is the fact that there is a light source in this otherwise dark room. A lampstand, a lampstand that's on the left side of this room. You'll recall that the tabernacle is is an enclosed space all around. It had curtained walls and it had uh, hides over top forming a ceiling. So sunlight could not get in there. There were no windows. Once you, as a priest, came through that the, the curtain which was kind of a doorway, a curtain doorway, once you got in there and the curtain fell back into its place, it would be pitch black except for the light of the golden lampstand. 
That was the only light. And that golden lampstand, it had to be kept burning. It had to be trimmed. That's what you do with lampstands. It had to be dressed morning and evening so that there was always light on, so that the priest could always find his way through the dark into the presence. So in God's house, because that's what the tabernacle was, in God's house there was always food on God's table, the 12 loaves, and there was always light on in God's living room. Food and light. But this isn't just an ordinary lamp, but God commanded, as we read, a very elaborate lamp, lamp stand, on which there were, in fact, seven lamps. If God's purpose was to simply have light in this otherwise dark room, He could have done this quite differently. He could have set a, a one light on the left and one on the right that actually might have provided a, a fuller light to the holy place. But God commanded a, a single lampstand to be lit up by seven lamps. So we have to ask ourselves, brothers and sisters, why would the Lord do that? Well, what we have here, brothers and sisters, is another picture, another shadow of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And any time you have in, in the Bible a, a something involving light, a symbol involving light, chances are it involves God, and in this case specifically, it involves the Son of God. The Gospel of John announces it in chapter 1. I think it's a well-known verse. In the Word was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Later, Jesus would say of Himself, I am the light of the world. It is Christ and Christ alone who dispels the misery of darkness, sin, which is the source of all darkness in this world. It's only Christ who, like that lampstand, shows us the way into the presence of God, meaning it's through faith in Christ. He, he's the light, and by coming to the light, to Jesus, we get to go into the presence of the Lord. It's only Jesus who lights up our path so that we may find the Father and find blessing. So just as we celebrate Christ in the Lord's Supper as the bread of life, so the Lord's Supper reminds us that His sacrifice is the only basis for our salvation. He is the light of the golden lampstand, shining forth the brilliance of of His Holy Spirit. For that indeed is the significance of those seven lights, flames of fire. If you think of other parts of the Scriptures, flames of fire are connected with the Holy Spirit in other places. A, a few weeks from now, we hope to celebrate Pentecost. On Pentecost, tongues of fire came down to rest upon the heads of all the believers as symbol that the Spirit had come upon them. And in Revelation 4, the Apostle John 
describes what he saw. Before the throne, seven lamps were blazing. Then he says, these are the seven spirits of God. So it's very symbolic, this lampstand. The seven lamps, the seven little, the flames then, are symbolic of the seven spirits of God. And, and that in turn is a symbolic expression, meaning the fullness of the one Holy Spirit of God. And this one Spirit of God, this Holy Spirit, is the Spirit of Jesus. Think back to when the Lord Jesus came up from the water of baptism. The Holy Spirit descended on Him like a dove, and Scripture says, filled the Lord. Elsewhere, the Bible says that the, the fullness of the deity dwelt in Christ fully in bodily form, Colossians 2. The golden lampstand, then, you have to understand, it's a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a picture of Him shining. It's a picture of Him doing His work through His Spirit, shining that light. And what is the work of the Lord Jesus? It is to bring life. That's another aspect to this golden lampstand. Did you notice that it is designed to look like a tree? If you go back to that Exodus passage, you find things mentioned like flowers and branches and almonds. It's a tree. It's a picture of a, an almond tree. Six branches are to extend from, from one main trunk, three on the one side, three on the other. And did you know that the almond tree was one of the earliest uh, trees to come back in the spring with buds and blossoms? It would spring back to life out of dormancy. An almond tree was, was a sign just like we have daffodils, right? We see the daffodils come up. We say, ah, spring is here. Well, they're one of the first. Well, the almond tree was one of the first, and people would say spring is here. It was a sign of new life, a sign of vitality. It was even a sign of coming back from the dead, resurrection. So this is what God commands. Moses, design for me a tree light, a light tree for my house. And recall, too, that on the curtains, on the inside of the holy place, on the curtains there were embroidered into the fabric angels, cherubim. What's all that about? Well, the tree and the loaves and the cherubim were meant to make the priests who entered into this holy place meant to make them think back to the Garden of Eden where you had cherubim, and you had food, and you had the presence of the Lord. And particularly, they were meant to think about the tree of life as they saw that golden lampstand. To one single tree in the beginning, God had assigned life to those who would eat from that tree. It's the tree of life. And now in the tabernacle, God sets up the golden lampstand tree. God is saying, I'm again bringing life to those who would come and walk in my light. 
to those who would join themselves to faith in my Christ, whom I'm promising to you. Like our four sisters and brothers here. To those who would drink of His Spirit, God promises life as He's doing to these four, as He does and gives to all of us. All are welcomed into God's house to eat of God's bread and to bask in God's light. That's the powerful symbolism going on there in the holy place. And now still, there's still a more, a more amazing thing or truth about this golden lampstand is that the Lord Jesus Christ has caused you and me to share in this light, in this work of shining His light. We read from that, about that in Ephesians 5, verse 8. He says, For you once were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. What's Paul saying? He's saying this, the light of Christ lives and dwells in each Christian. Did you know that, Sam? Eden? Rome? Gus? That the light of Christ lives in you and in all of God's people. It's a miracle of grace, but you and I, we share in the Spirit of the Lord Jesus so that the, the seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit, is living inside of us. He's shining forth from our hearts, giving out divine light through our thoughts, through our words, through our deeds. As Jesus said elsewhere, Christians are the light of the world. So brothers and sisters, shine the light. Just as we pray for Christ to shine on us, to give us the comfort and guidance of His light, His presence, His Word, so then let us also pray that He will work in us to shine out His light so that others may see it and find their comfort and salvation too. And if we individual believers are lights in this world, what then are we collectively as church? Well, Revelation 1 leaves us no doubt. In that chapter, we are described, the church is described as a golden lampstand. You should maybe read that at lunch today. Revelation 1. The risen Savior is pictured as walking among seven golden lampstands. And he says to John, John, the lampstands are the seven churches. I'm walking among my churches. Christ is the great lampstand. He is the light of the world. But He has given to His church to be little lampstands. Lights in this world to shine His light into the darkness. Well, it's quite an honor for all of us. Also quite a task, isn't it? To shine the light of Christ. And how how do we do that, and, and, and how do we feel about that? Are we, are we always equipped to shine that light so brightly? 
Isn't it true that sometimes we feel more like a flickering flame than a beacon of light? Well, brothers and sisters, if we are flickering flames, if we are weak in our faith, if we are feeling low in our zeal for the Lord, here at the Lord's Supper, we find something to help. We find fuel for the light. Lord's Day 28, we confess there that in this meal, we are united more and more to Christ's sacred body. This is done through the Holy Spirit who lives both in Christ, who's in heaven, and the Spirit lives in us. When we partake of the Lord's Supper, the Lord's Spirit comes to us and revives our faith and refreshes our connection to our Savior above so that our confidence comes back. Our zeal for the Lord comes back. The light springs up stronger again in our hearts and we start to shine it again. That's why it's also so good that the four of you can be here to profess faith and to join us in the celebration so that you too can refuel so to speak, refuel and shine the light that much brighter, the light of Christ. We belong to God by grace. We are people of the light. O oh Lord Jesus, we may pray, golden lampstand, shine your light into us so that we may shine your light outward to others. And Lord, bring many out of the darkness to bathe in your beautiful heavenly light. Amen.